0: Walmart recently announced that they'll be installing fast-charging electric vehicle stations at thousands of their stores across the country. The Bureau of Transportation Statistics says that of April 1st, the number of alternative fueling stations in America has grown 90% since April 1st, 2020. So what does EV charging look like in our neck of the woods? Ozarks at Large's Matthew Moore reports. If you've ever been to the Dixon Street location of Collier Drugstore, perhaps you noticed a few electric vehicle charging stations in the parking lot. With the download of an app on your phone and connecting your credit card, you can start charging your EV in just a few minutes. Mel Collier is the owner of the store, and he says the chargers are available to anyone who needs to charge their vehicle. I mean, usually there's somebody every day charging out there. Public charging stations are becoming more available across Arkansas, but they are nowhere near as prevalent as gas stations are. One of the reasons Mel has made these available is to attract more patrons to downtown Fayetteville. My family, my dad, my granddad, you know, everybody, we've all been in love with the downtown area. And so
1: not just from our standpoint, but we want people to be able to come downtown and shop or eat. We want people to experience downtown without
0: any barriers or excuses, you know, as to why they can't come downtown. In many ways, gas-powered and electric vehicles are the same. Four tires, reverse and drive, horns go beep-beep. But the obvious difference is how they're fueled. And perhaps what changes the most is how they are fueled. Let me explain. If you drive a gas-powered car, you know the drill. You've got a fuel gauge, you monitor it, and when your vehicle needs to be refueled, you go to a gas station and you get more fuel. But that routine looks pretty different for an EV. One significant difference is the refueling cycle. For many EV owners, they charge their vehicles at home, meaning they are near or at capacity every time they leave the house. Another major difference is the speediness of that fueling. In a gas-powered car, whether it's unleaded or premium or diesel, the speed at which the fuel goes into the vehicle is essentially the same. That's not the
2: case for EV charging. There's three levels in the EV world. You know, level one charger, which is basically a 110 receptacle or outlet, you know, like you'd have uh, at home plugging into the wall or plugging into your garage. That's
0: Peter Nierengarten, the environmental director for the city of Fayetteville. Level 1 chargers are rather slow, providing just 2 to 5 miles of range per hour of charge on average. then there's a Level 2 charger, which is a 220-volt charger. That's a specialized plug like what you see on a clothes dryer. That pulls in more power, resulting in a faster charge than Level 1. That provides anywhere from 12 to 25 miles of range
2: per hour of charge. And then there's what's called a fast charger, and those are the really high-powered, expensive, uh, quick-charging units um, that have an even larger uh, charging apparatus associated with them.
0: These Level 3 chargers are exponentially faster and can charge a vehicle from empty to full in as little as 20 minutes. The most common level you see installed in homes is the Level 2. So if the vast majority of charging happens at home, Is there really a need for public charging? If you're someone hoping to attract outside visitors to the area, you'd probably answer yes. Tim Conklin is the executive director of the Northwest Arkansas Regional Planning Commission, and he says that with the number of unique events, activities, and Fortune 500 companies we have in the area, we do need to have public access to electric vehicle charging.
2: Now, many entities today do have some charging in, in, in their properties, I've seen chargers at the 21C uh, Hotel, chargers at uh, XNA in the parking deck, chargers at the University of Arkansas and their uh, parking decks. According
0: to PlugShare, a website that helps locate EV chargers near you, there's about 100 EV charging stations in the Ozarks at Large listening region, with the vast majority of those being operated by private businesses whether they're part of a traditional gas station, a pharmacy, or anything in between. The city of Fayetteville has a level two charging station near downtown
2: that they first installed in 2013. Peter Nierengarten again. Since we put that one charging station in up by city hall, I was looking back at the data last week. Um, and most recently we've had over 300 charges per month uh, at that one charging station location. Um, since 2013, the utilization has increased by 3,000 percent. And just since last year, um, our charging station utilization has doubled. Peter says the city has heard from current EV owners asking why there isn't even
0: more charging available downtown.
2: Particularly folks who may come downtown and stay in a hotel, um, you know, overnight or for some, for some other extended period-wise there not convenient charging near those locations. So that's why we've uh, identified a number of locations around the downtown that we're currently working on implementing additional charging stations. Well, let's
0: talk about some of that then. What are what are some examples of places where, you know, you've, you've spotted,
2: you've thought out, you've scouted these opportunities. What are some examples of yep. that? Yeah. So the Fayetteville Public Library has a parking lot. Uh, we're going to put a uh, charging station in there. Uh, we've got two municipal parking decks uh, downtown, one uh, at the corner of Spring Street and School Avenue. We're going to put charging stations there. The other one is um, uh, right adjacent to the um, uh, Graduate Hotel. We're going to put some charging in there to address that need. And then currently, uh, the city has another parking deck under construction on West Avenue, and we'll put uh, at least two charging stations in that deck.
0: Bentonville has a slightly different calculus when it comes to the city government offering EV charging. One major reason for that is electricity in Bentonville is a city-owned utility. So right now, the majority of chargers that
1: are in the city of Bentonville are private entities behind their meters, so on somebody's private parking lot or a gas station or something like that. That's Travis Matlock. He's the electric utility director for the city of Bentonville. If you have a question, anybody can call my office at any time and speak to me. If somebody doesn't like it, you know, I I can meet you on site and we can talk about it. We We may not agree, but you can talk to the guy in charge
0: of the electric department at any given time. If a business wants to install a level two or level three EV charger at their business for public use, it's as simple as calling Travis and asking, what's the best way to go about this? And I actually literally just
1: had a business contact me this morning asking that very question. So the first thing that we have to check out is what is the electric usage of that building is the transformer size to accommodate any other usage. If a building is
0: pretty close to maxed out on their transformer and they want to put a level three. Let's explain this process with an illustration. Imagine your electric transformer is a refrigerator. You might have a good-sized refrigerator, but it was really just meant to hold the products you normally need to stay cold. You've got your milk, your mayonnaise, maybe occasionally a Tupperware of leftovers. But if all of a sudden you want to start storing, I don't know, 18 cases of fresh mozzarella, well, that might get tough. You could maybe arrange everything in there to make it work, but odds are you're pushing the capacity of your fridge. If you're a business suddenly adding a giant power-sucking product, like a couple of level 2 EV chargers to your transformer, it might mean you have to get a bigger fridge to fit all that new mozzarella. Travis says he's getting a call like this about once a month, but most of his work to get EV chargers in commercial spaces are happening on the front end of new constructions, not so much retrofitting an existing system. Now, if you're a private business owner who thinks, hey, I've got the parking capacity and I'd love to do this, but not really sure I can afford this. There's a few different options in Arkansas. One is the National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Program, or NEVI for short. This program is geared toward the DC fast charging stations. Aaron Pinedo is an advanced planning engineer for transportation planning and policy at the Arkansas Department of Transportation, and he says there's a few specific guidelines to qualify for this program.
1: So a NEVI-funded electric vehicle charger has to have the capability of providing 150 kilowatts of power per hour, and these charging stations have to have at least a minimum of four ports.
0: That means they must be able to provide at a minimum 600 kilowatts per hour of power. By comparison, the average home in the U.S. uses about 900 kilowatts per month. Other requirements include standardized charging ports and the station must be located on an Arkansas interstate every 50 miles or on designated alternate fuel corridors, which includes Highway 412 from the Oklahoma border to I-49. They must also be no further than one mile off an exit. Another program is the Electric Vehicle Station Equipment Funding Program, or EVSE. This program incentivizes primarily Level 2 charging stations in Arkansas using funding from the Volkswagen Mitigation Settlement, which was one of the recipients of that program funding the Northwest Arkansas Mall charging stations in Fayetteville. And electric companies like Swepco are offering incentives as well, especially in new constructions. One place you will not get an incentive, however, is from the city of Bentonville. Here's Travis again.
1: Because if I was to offer an incentive to you to either buy an electric vehicle, upsize your water heater, or uh, change your water heater, or upgrade your HVAC, or put rooftop solar on, if I'm giving an incentive to you to do that, it's coming from the rates are only there to cover the O&M, the capital expansions, and the mandated reserves. I want to keep my rates as low as possible. And so if I gave you a rebate, I would be charging another person who may not be able to afford all of those improvements. I would be charging them to help you pay for your improvements. And that is just not something that we at the city of Bentonville will do.
0: Do you imagine that 10, 20 years from now, we may see businesses who are strictly electric vehicle and convenience stores. Like we may see a Casey's, but instead of petroleum fuel, we see just electric charging stations.
2: Yeah, that already exists. Peter Nierengarten again. Uh, there's a station um, in uh, just outside downtown Little Rock on I-630 that is basically just an electric vehicle charging station, convenience store. Uh, and then there's another one right outside downtown Hot Springs on uh, I believe it's Park Avenue That uh, same owner of both stores. Um, that are already doing that. So yes, absolutely. For Ozarks at Large, I'm Matthew Moore.